Brand awareness is one of the most important aspects of a marketer's job. And in fact, it often sits in the back of our minds as something that we have to be doing and we have to be focusing on. But the problem is it's one of the most difficult things to measure. How do we measure how aware our brand is? And so today I'm talking about not only how do we look at awareness from an outside or an outbound perspective, but how do we use our website in order to help increase our brand awareness? I'm going over four strategies for building brand awareness through your website on this episode. My name is John Aiken. I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio, and this is the Website Conversion Show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Today, we're talking about something that's really important to me, which is brand awareness. And you see on your screen here, we have the website conversion framework. For those of you listening, you can click uh, in the show notes. There should be a link to show you the website conversion framework. But this is really um, the, the six key areas or the six key components that your website must go through in order to produce a really highly converting website time and time again, that's consistently generating new leads, it's consistently booking new calls on the calendar for you or demos, and it's really helping your business grow. And you know, the, the website is the biggest sales tool that you have. It's the most important uh, tool in your, in your tool belt of making your marketing work effectively, making your sales work effectively. And so we have to keep coming back to each one of these different levels and making sure that we are doing the things that we need to do in order to help give the right message to our audience, in order to help raise our our brand awareness, in order to help guide people through their journey with us, and in order to help them ultimately get what they need. And that could be resources, it could be um, you know getting, getting con- conversations and contact information with us, and that opportunity to really grow. And so inside of uh, the website conversion framework, today we're thinking about that third level here, which is design and development. And we're going to talk about brand awareness within that. And typically, brand awareness uh, is generally talked about um, in things like outside of the website. A lot of the times people think of brand awareness as things like social media campaigns and ad campaigns and billboards and commercials and a lot of these different things where they can get out in front of new people in different areas. And so that is true. It's a very critical piece of of building your brand and building your brand strategy. However, there are lots of things that we can do on the website in order to build your brand awareness. And a lot of these are pretty easy things that we can do, and some of them just require some consistency. And so today we're talking about the four strategies for building brand awareness with your website. And the first thing that I wanna get into, the first strategy that I think is, is worth zeroing in on and spending a moment talking about is around the idea of interactive elements. It's around the idea of making your website have some way to engage with your audience as your website visitors come to you and giving them this opportunity to interact with you in ways that they're not typically getting or they're not really used to. So for example, what what things can we do to incorporate some kind of interactive element with our audience to get them to engage with the website, to, to talk to us and so on? There's a number of ways that we can do this, but one of the easiest ways that you can start is some kind of a chatbot strategy. And generally, I think people think of chatbots as as a tool that 
uh, doesn't really provide a whole lot of value or that it's like one of those things you got to click through in order to get to talk to a support person or a salesperson. And that that is the case in some situations. But I don't think that is a proper use of, of a chatbot, um, at least at least from a marketing perspective, because chatbots can be so much more. And so if we think about what a, what a chatbot could really be used for, it can really be used for helping engaging our audience. And so a really great example, a lot of uh, B2B companies have a difficult time putting pricing on their website. They have a difficult time feeling forward enough to share how much it costs to work with them. That's a whole other topic that we'll discuss at another episode, but it is still this roadblock, this barrier that a lot of marketers and CEOs and and leadership teams have to work through. So one of the ways that we can work through that is by incorporating a pricing chatbot. And we've had experiences with this on our website. It worked very well. Uh, we've had many clients do this with us too. And it's a very, it's a very effective measure to get people to engage. So you might start with um, some decision tree questions. A chatbot pops up and it's asking the question around, would you like to know more about pricing on the pricing page, let's say. And as they click through, you're posing questions to them as a salesperson would in order to give proper pricing at, um, as a result of the chatbot. So for us, you'd be like, we'd be like, do you, uh, are you interested in a website? Are you interested in inbound marketing services? And you'd click one or the other. Okay, you said website. Are you uh, interested in a new HubSpot website, a WordPress website, or all these other options? And so we're basically going to ask them all these different decision tree questions that we would need to, in order to give them an effective price at the end. But what we're also doing is we're gathering data about that contact throughout this process. So even if they don't end up making a purchase or booking a call at the end of it, what I've just done is I have effectively gathered all the contact information that I would need as a salesperson to have a really educated conversation and to really talk to that person from a place of, of, of knowledge and being a resource to them and guiding them to the right kind of solution for them. And I hope that makes sense. So for example, as you're going through all these questions in a pricing bot, by the time we get to the end, um, I would have gathered how big their company is, maybe what their goals are with their website. I would have gathered what platform they're on. I would gather um, you know, how many pages they currently have. I would gather stuff about their branding and all these different things. And I would ask them to enter their name and, and email address and I would issue them pricing at that point. And I'd also issue them my calendar. So if they wanna know more, they wanna discuss this, here, here's what it would generally price as and I'd give them a pretty wide range. So I'm not like locking myself into one thing and then I'm giving them a calendar link. So things like that are really great opportunities. You can do that with software. It's very easy with software. The same kind of method applies. Other ideas for uh, interactive elements. Uh, a really phenomenal one is a quiz and some kind of survey. And so uh, you could do like uh, an assessment. We have an assessment on our website, webcanopystudio.com assessment, where you go and you take uh, uh, your own self-guided assessment to see how well your website performs in, in these different six areas of the um, website conversion framework. And you're getting asked five questions in each one and you're interacting and, and at the end of, of the five questions, you're given a score and you're given a checklist of how to improve each of those elements and you're given opportunities for here's more resources.
resources. Here's how we can help you. Here's how you get involved. And so those opportunities are huge. You can use tools like Outgrow. You can use tools like HubSpot. There's so many different elements for chatbots. HubSpot is a great tool as well. Uh, Drift is, is a good option. There's so many different um, components that you could kind of explore within that. But what you're doing when you're having some kind of interactive element on your website you're improving the user experience, you're improving their time on page, you're building that brand little by little. When you're doing this, you're also typically gathering some kind of contact information so that you can nurture that contact over time. So you can then start to continue to build that brand reputation, that brand credi credibility. And it's very, very important that we do that because it's not just a one size fits all approach. The next thing that I would, I would recommend thinking about is designing with storytelling. And what I mean by this is the messaging on your website is so important. It's so critical to tell the right story, but you're not just putting together a Google Doc. You're not writing a book for them. Um, you're telling a story that's helping them see the journey that they're on and the path that they're on and, and that success is ultimately uh, utilizing your product or your service, but you have to help get them there. And that's, that's like the storytelling aspect of your website. Your pages need to have these different kind of, of opportunities as well. But what we have to do is make sure that our design lifts up that story, that the design accentuates that story and it's not something pulling away from it. A great example of this would be looking at a, a features page of a product. And you're, let's say you're a software product and instead of having just all these features listed out of the things that they're going to get, I would talk about the benefit or the problem that each feature solves first, and I would give a small paragraph of, of content about that, but I would design it in a way that, that it's, it's a graphically pleasing kind of flow back and forth down the page so that we're lifting up through design what that story is, and it, it almost makes like a perfect linear sense to walk through it. So those are the kind of things that we want to do in order to use the, the design to lift up that messaging. The third area of focus is around content and it's it's a consistent content style and so this is this is another strategy that you can do many of you are already doing it with regular blogging which is phenomenal but what we want to do is be predictable we want to be consistent and we want to be consistent with the style and so if you're producing a podcast for example we need to be consistent if you're producing a blog we need to be consistent but not only in in the style but but the way that it looks kind of style as well so the theme, if your website is chopped together with a million different templates and a million different themes on a million different platforms with all these different plugins and tools, well, you know, maybe it's time to reconsider that. Maybe it's time to think about how can we make this, um, this very unified, consistent um, experience that our prospects and our customers can go through when they're on our website. And looking at, at how that impacts brand awareness when somebody is engaging with one of your ads or one of your um, your ad, ad campaigns, one of your blogs, one of your social media campaigns or anything like that, when they come to the website, they are now getting that same experience and it's predictable and it's consistent and it makes it just makes uh, understanding what your brand is doing so much easier. That is how we build fans for life. The fourth strategy that I would recommend doing is focusing on building a community. This is a 
is something that we're spending a lot of time on too because we see the value in it. We've seen it with clients. We know how important it is. But building a community, this might be one of the best options. It's the more long-term play out of all the ones that, that I've mentioned here so far. But building a community is a fantastic opportunity to bring in people to, let's say, a private exclusive experience with your company. That can be events, that can be um, uh, online presentations, it could be a, a, an online course, an online group. There's a lot of different ways to do that, but I would highly recommend incorporating that considerably well into your website strategy and designing that into the overall flow of the website. You're, you don't wanna come across as just a vendor. You don't wanna come across as just, oh, that's who does my insert your service here. You wanna come across as I'm a part of this experience. I'm a part of this community. I think if you look at HubSpot, they do this so well with the partner community. HubSpot's partners, for those of you that don't know, uh, Web Canopy Studio is a partner. There's thousands of partners. And we see HubSpot as a community, as an experience for all of us. We learn from HubSpot, we help grow together. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal community. It's more than just HubSpot is our marketing automation tool. It's more than just we sell services to companies that are using HubSpot. It's far beyond that. We even have events nationally. We have small groups as well of just focusing on that community. And there's many of them that have spun off and are just uh, partner led now. And HubSpot is just kind of a part of it. HubSpot's not even leading all of it. So when you build that community, you're building awareness and that brand reputation for life. And it's a private experience and it's it's this way for you to be a thought leader, but also as, as a, an authentic relationship builder. And utilizing that inside of your website strategy is so critically important. I can't recommend it enough. So looking back, so the, the four brand awareness strategies that I would recommend doing um, using your website today Number one, you've got to focus on engagement and interactivity, getting a way to, to incorporate some kind of lead conversion aspect into that. You're going to have this opportunity to use that in all of your other brand awareness strategies as well, but you're sending people to the website to experience that, that engagement with you, to experience that initial uh, relationship aspect with you. Number two, designing with storytelling. You have a great story already, you have a great product, you have a great service, and you're telling that through, um, through, through the website content. But our design has to lift that up, and we have to tell that story in a lot of different ways. But the, the design of how we share that is so critical. Number three, consistent content style. If you're distributing content, it has to look and feel and be predictable. It has to look and feel the same every single time. And so we have to make sure that we're producing that in a consistent style, at a consistent time, at a consistent framework. And then the fourth one is building an exclusive community. It's a great opportunity to get people engaged and to build an authentic relationship with not only one customer, but many, many customers and prospects for, for life. And having that exclusive community is where you're gonna be able to grow, you're gonna be able to test new things, you're gonna get great feedback. So that's really it, guys. Those are the four strategies for building brand awareness through your website that I wanted to work through with you today. Um, please don't hesitate to go to uh, webcanopystudio.com slash assessment. Take the website conversion assessment. I kind of talked about it a little bit already. Uh, and this is the, the assessment where it's a self-guided 30-question uh, survey. 
there's five, there's six different topics, five questions in each topic. And you're basically just giving an honest assessment of where you feel you're at on each of these different topics. And so we're posing different questions. And what's going to happen is based off of the answers that you give, you're going to get a score. And then on that score, you're going to get ideas as the report comes back to you. You're going to get ideas for improving that area. You're going to get a checklist of things that you can work on. You're going to get information as to how that's tied to your CRM and your marketing and sales process. And you'll get resources for how to improve that on your own. I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know if you have any questions and we'll see you next time.